0: Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything, from the streets to the peaks. DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released, and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you're able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. It is so important when you are traveling to have the right bag for the right trip. If you pack something too big, then you end up paying to check a bag you don't need. And if you pack something too small, then you can't carry all your stuff. So it's really important that you have the right type of luggage for the right type of trip. We are teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code pop odd 10 or going to the link in our show notes db it's time to move on time to get going
1: it means something it means something to have a theatrical window you you cannot expect there to be movie exhibitors without that window
2: you may fire when ready
0: Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody.
3: Hello. Hello. <laughs> how
0: are you all feeling um i am rocking the mouth horns today yeah you are Uh, i think that's what they're called i'm rocking the mouth horns today uh because a one marcus j Destin is a busy man and will be joining us later
3: for this yes he will he is going White. to be here
0: um but we're excited because we have a special guest for the first portion of this podcast um someone who has been very relevant to our discussion here but first i would love to check in with my friend and my colleague and my co-host a brian roush brian roush how are you feeling
3: hello uh as your friend and colleague i'm so happy to be here uh we have a great guest uh we're also gonna do some news uh today so i am feeling i'm feeling good we've done like three movies in a row so i'm okay for (laughs) us to talk about some of the things around movies uh and then get back to reviewing movies so feeling good happy to be here how about yourself doug
0: i am doing quite well uh with everything um and i'm also pleased to announce then Marcus was able to get here shortly after. I told you he be here, folks. Yeah. Marcus yeah, has this says, habit. This is yeah. the second week of his yeah, role as Stone Cold Steve Austin on this particular podcast. <laughs> <He> just <laughs> rolls in,
2: fucks <laughs> shit up. That's Stone leaves. Cold's music. And then the yeah, glass is, breaks. Right. If it means um, anything, I ran here. And as Drake would say, Poppy's home. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> Okay, that's fine. Okay, good job, Poppy. Way to make it. <laughs> Marcus, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I was so glad to be here. It was a great Monday. Last Monday was like, eh, this Monday was like, damn. It's like It's almost too good to be true. Okay, so fan-tastic. I'm happy.
0: Fantastic, Brad. Um gentlemen we have a guest this week Yay. and i'm going to read her bio before we get into it um and shannon cole is the executive director of the vermilion cultural association which is the nonprofit that owns and operates vermilion's only movie theater the coyote twin shannon was princess leia for halloween in seventh grade Love that. she previously worked as a proofreader for the navy where she wrote a a non-insignificant amount of fan fiction using her government computer and she used to attend academic pop culture conferences as a hobby. Amazingly, all of these interests interests and talents are now integral to her work in support of arts and culture in Verm. Shannon Cole, welcome (laughs) to (laughs) Films in Black and White. How are you?
1: I am well. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be with you.
0: We are so excited to have you. Um, as I kind of mentioned in our little pre pro, uh, get after it, we talked a little bit about we're very curious about the insight of running a theater in the midst of a global pandemic. So, there, that, yeah,
1: me too.
0: <laughs> time will only tell how that goes. So, um, but but Shannon, we have a fun game that we play on this episode called uh, Catch That Quotable. And we usually put it to our guest to shame us uh, publicly. And just to give a highlight of that, it's uh, true. the guest has been consistently better at this than we have. Um, and so, Shannon, in keeping with great tradition... We would love it if you would read your quote for us to see if we have a college, we can get it right with the old college try. Um, So, Shannon, what quote do you have for us this week?
1: I have a quote that I don't even need to read because I know it. So oh much.
3: wow, we're in trouble. Yeah, we're, 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 <laughs> get yeah. In, a, we're in a lot we're of trouble. trouble. <laughs> it's,
1: it's also going to be really hard to say without the accent it was originally set oh, in. But oh, that
3: that is okay. Accents that, are fine. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay.
0: Brian is a, Brian's an ex theater kid, so you just you bring it. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> well, here is the quote. Can I get you anything, Mr. Trainer? Coffee, tea, me?
0: Oh, there it is. I've read this before, and she sent it to me this afternoon, and I still have it. Oh, you can't.
2: Oh, really? I still can't place it. Mr. Trainer. Yeah. Okay. What is that? (laughs) Can I get (laughs) you anything, Mr.
1: Trainer? Coffee, tea, me?
3: Okay. This feels like a rom com. Just going to put that out there. (laughs) For sure. And it, and I've seen I feel like I've seen this movie before. Sure. Uh and this is a throwaway line. Like they move on to the next line if I'm remembering this scene correctly.
0: Oh, Brian's uh, on it.
2: The bird dog's on it. Are we thinking 90s vibes? Or are we thinking a new new newy? <laughs> If or you an will. old, old,
3: oldie. For, for, oh, for those that are oh, familiar, Marcus refers to new movies as
2: new <laughs> if it's it anything 2010 and forward, it's a new, new, movie. New, new
1: that makes movie. sense yeah. to me. New movies, movies, are new. movies
2: If the expert says it makes sense, then get through. If you start that's seeing me. that in
0: Coyote
3: Twin advertising, come
0: see the latest. Come we'll new, see the new,
2: newie. New, 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 new,
3: <laughs> I, I feel like it's an early two thousands joint. If I really, if I really had to pinpoint okay. it, um, okay. it's not Bridget Jones's Diary. That's way too forward for that for that mm. film. But like, it's it's gonna be adjacent. Okay. I feel like, and I could be totally wrong right okay. now. But like, Is there it's a
1: hint. Um, I have two hints, so I'm gonna go with the one that might confound you the most. <laughs>
0: That's okay. <laughs> That's fine. I love
2: oh, that. Yes. Perfect. I, wait, I, thought, I thought that that was the hint. And I was like... Oh, <laughs> big 80s hair is the hint. Oh, big shit. 80s hair. I'm just going to say hairspray.
0: No, it's not, not hairspray.
2: hairspray. All right, well, I'm out. Can um, I get you anything, Mr. Trainer?
0: Um, Shannon, is this The Wedding Singer?
1: It is not, but... That is the
2: throwback to the era that it
3: is from. Okay. Mm. okay. Uh, yeah, I, I felt really confident going into this. Now I do not uh, okay. Okay. at all. Uh, I don't think this is, I, this you isn't see. pretty in pink, right? Ooh. No. No. All right, no. what is it? Okay.
1: Are we done? Yes. This? Well, Actually, can we get that second hit? I just want to see what it is. Um. Well, it's really vague because so many movies take place here, but it's um, like New York City business culture.
0: Okay, yeah, that doesn't help me at all. So no, I am I'm going to nope, seed. I'm I am seed, nah. and I am excited to hear yeah. what the answer is. Lay it and on us.
3: Answer.
1: Yeah, so I kind of figured it might be a little out of your wheelhouse, which is kind of why I wanted to do it. Um, It is the 1988 movie, Working Girl, starring Melanie Griffith and Harrison Ford. The line is actually spoken by Joan Cusack as a throwaway line to Mr. Trainer, who is played by Harrison Ford, when he arrives at an appointment to see who Tess McGill, who's played by Melanie Griffith, expecting that she is some bigwig when really she's impersonating her boss. And so her friend pretends to be her secretary, Joan Cusack, says, can I get you anything, Mr. Trainer? Coffee, tea, me, because she's very cheeky. And she has eyeshadow that goes all the way up to (laughs) her and hair that's like.
3: Oh, my goodness.
1: It's a really good movie. It was nominated for Best Picture, and then all three women in the movie, Sigourney Weaver, Melanie Griffith, and... Uh, Joan Cusack
0: were nominated for Oscars as wow. well. Wow. That's fantastic. That Shannon dropping some knowledge. That was, down. A, a knowledge.
1: <laughs> that was an yeah.
3: excellent movie. That my is, wife is going to kill me, by the way, when I go tell her what the quote was, because we've seen this before. So that is that was an excellent pull. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely cool. It's an excellent bit. movie. I highly
0: recommend
1: you watch it if you haven't.
3: Okay. I'm going to have yes. to check that out, because I
0: don't think I have seen that. I have heard about it. And, oh, man. And I mean, my...
1: But you're so right, Brian. It was a rom-com. You were just yeah. about... Two
3: decades, two decades late. Joan Cusack. I mean, I feel like she's just she's everywhere. Like you just can't, you just can't like put her somewhere. So yeah, Yeah. no, I love, I love it. Yeah.
0: An old oldie. An thank old, you, Marcus. Old oldie, as opposed to a new new newie. Shannon, um, thank you for playing our little game, um, and thanks for dropping some knowledge on us. Um, we invited you here today because, as I kind of mentioned again in our little pre-pro type stuff, um, we've been discussing for what? The better part of the past year, gentlemen. Yes. The impact that the current health situation... <laughs> In the United States is having on the industry that one you work in and that all four of us love and appreciate. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're very curious to kind of hear a little bit about just what your lived experience has been and then just what some of the information has been. But I think it would be a great place for us to start to um, hear a little bit about your background and how you actually got into your position. So why don't you share with us how you got to where you are and then we will kind of get after some of the other stuff. Sound good? Sure. Awesome. So
1: um, at the risk of not giving very sound career advice.
3: <laughs> I a are not a careers podcast. So no, go. No, you know, <laughs> this is not a careers I,
1: podcast. I 900% lucked into this job. Like mm-hmm. I showed up in Vermillion as the spouse of a professor, which mm-hmm. there are always tons of us floating around <laughs> looking for a place of like, how do we live in this town? That's a uh, culture shock for a lot of people because it's True. quite small. Um, and I started out working as a barista at The Bean. I helped Leslie Garish open the Bean Coffee Community Coffee Shop. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was adjuncting at that time as well on campus as a business writing, um, instructor. And during those times, I was trying to do things in the community, like go to the Vermilion next coffee hour or you know, just engage people across the bar from me downtown or, you know, right. like just try to meet as many people as I could. And I knew there was a movie theater. I kind of knew like there was a mural being painted on the side of the building. And I thought, oh, sure. who are those cool kids, you know, what's right. going on? <laughs> um And then I heard that the organization was looking for a dedicated executive director huh. and someone told the board about me because they knew that I didn't oh, sure. yet have a permanent position in Vermilion. Sure. And so um, basically uh, one of the towns sort of make it or break it bigwigs used to just come to the, come to the beat in the morning and sit across from me and like quiz me. Oh, sure. Like just, <laughs> oh, gently, okay. you know, All right. gently lace questions into the conversation and like scope me out and see if I was responsible. And then uh, he was on the board of directors and he recommended that they interview me and, I got the job. That's and fantastic. when um, I was in the interview, there was this awkward moment where I went to say something at the same time. He went to say something and, you know, respect your elder. So I stopped myself and I said, Oh, I'm sorry, Ted. I didn't mean to interrupt. What are you? What did you mean to say? And he just, he kind of like took his pen and he just put it down. And was, I just, I just think you're going to be really good at this. <laughs>
3: well, if that isn't a okay. great feeling Trying to have to in an interview, that. I don't know what is. Yeah.
1: And I was like, okay, like it really, that meant (laughs) so much to me. And then it kind of turned out, I mean, not to toot my own horn, that he was right. Like literally everything I had done in my life from being an incredible media geek as a kid who watched nothing but TCM movies, (laughs) Turner classic movies, instead of going outside to play to like, (laughs) um, being interested in marketing and marketing and being a media studies major in college and, being a proofreader and working with a graphics design department. So I learned right. how to do like marketing stuff and making sure that things look nice before they go up to the public. And you know, all of that just kind of like whoosh came to bear yeah. on this job. And while my job technically is to oversee the organization as a whole, and the Coyote Twin is like only part of that. It yeah. is the business that we run. I mean, right. that right. is central to being able to support all of the other programs we do.
2: Perfect. so it does take a lot of time and attention for sure that's, yeah. really that's cool. amazing wow. that's i'll really tell you really this cool. that is definitely a towny interview like, <laughs> it's, it's definitely like the low-key one before the real interview that's yeah. definitely like you get interviewed at the bar before yep. you get to the real interview yeah they leave,
0: a, they leave a 20 and then you go to turn it into whoever yeah. it is and they pop yeah. up they're like you passed and you're I, like, was I was yeah. just being <laughs> nice
2: like, it was yeah. like
1: so if you had to market movies what would you do or how would you talk to studios about And i was just like <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> can i get you another coffee <laughs> yeah
2: yeah <laughs> We are in a coffee shop, sir. And I don't right. think in a place to discuss business. <laughs> I'm
0: supposed to ask if you want cream in that or not. Not, yeah, right. not this type of stuff. Um,
1: yeah, but, um well, that's really cool. Well, thank strange. you for
0: thank you for sharing. Um, and that's really again, really cool. Um really dope, so obviously the past year has been tough. And um, for context for those who are listening, Marcus and I both live in Vermilion and are customers of the theater and we're kind Man, of aware Scooby. of the yeah. like shutdowns and so on and so forth, but give us a, 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 an idea of how did the coyote twin navigate the past year? Um, and just how did things go from your perspective with, um, just where we're at based on where we are now and then where we were a year from now.
1: Okay. So when it became clear that the pandemic was going to affect the United States in a strong way, sure. um, and movies started dropping off the slate and getting pushed and pushed and pushed. Yeah. Um, that was March, right. Of 2020. And That's we, up, right. we closed because our, all of our April movies disappeared. Oh yeah. And, yeah. And then the seriousness rose to such a level, you know, seriousness of, people being in groups indoors together just became like unthinkable. Yeah. So we closed, I think it was March 22nd. um, And I cried, I cried for like the week, that whole week thinking, if we close the doors now, I don't know if we'll reopen.
3: Sure, Um, wow.
1: What might be of interest to your listeners is that the Coyote Twin is a nonprofit owned theater. So my organization is a (laughs) not-for-profit, and we run a business because we want to provide a good to the community. Um, So nonprofit doesn't mean no profit. Like, it's nice that we make a profit, but those profits get turned back into the organization to either support other arts programming or the theater itself. Yeah. Um, We are not affiliated with an AMC or a big chain or, you know, even like Logan, what is it, Logan Luxury Theaters in the northern part of the state. We aren't affiliated with anybody like that. It really is just me and my little team of sure. like yeah. seven people. Yeah. So <laughs> knowing that we had had a really successful 2019 and that still only meant uh, a narrow profit margin. I was just Great. like, I have no idea what's going to happen now.
0: Sure.
1: Um. So we did all of the things everybody else did. We hunkered down, we closed the business. We tried to find, up, find other ways to come up with, like money making yeah. <laughs> right. we sold something like 500 pounds of popcorn in sales and, t- and to go sales you in sure the summer did. that's
3: incredible that's incredible <laughs> yeah, <they did>.
1: um, <laughs> i mean easily maybe more than that and then um we by fall we knew that like it still wasn't super like people weren't still really keen on going back to movies but the industry tried to reopen with tenants
3: <laughs> you like, so you're saying tenant yeah, we didn't that. really it bring the people back.
1: Either. I mean yeah. <laughs> did not so in August we tried to reopen and then of course then it got even further delayed and basically we, we were open for like two months and we were like this is not sustainable, people yeah. are still not coming to movies. Peace out. Yep. <laughs> you know? yep. Try again when it's safer. <laughs> so we opened again in on Memorial Day weekend this year. Sure. Hmm which was felt a lot better because people sure. had like vaccinations had started yeah, and sure. it was summer and people were antsy. And so we were really ready for like business to start again. And it went okay. I mean, I won't say like, this wasn't a blockbuster summer. You guys know that you've yeah, been no, was it. Yeah. It wasn't, <laughs> I mean the biggest movie year ever was 2019 and it was it not was- going to be that but we had a movie slate and things weren't moving so much that we had to close the doors. <laughs> sure.
3: Sure.
1: <laughs> so that was really my thing was like, if these tentpole titles can hold, we can stay open. Sure. Right. Um, and so then during that time, I will say we were doing things like applying for a ton of grants. Yep. Oh, I bet. The government, um, As part of the CARES Act at the end of 2020 and then the American Rescue Plan earlier this year, um, has put together some grant packages through like National Endowment of the Arts, which is administrated by the South Dakota Arts Council. And because we're an arts nonprofit in the state, we have access to those funds. We also were part of the Shuttered Venue Operators Grant, which there was a lot of kerfuffle about earlier this year, you may have heard. Sure. Because it was taking a really long time for the Small Business Association to get that.
3: Yes. And that, I know that affected other small businesses too. Yeah.
1: yeah Cause it wasn't just movie theaters. It was stages. Right. It was regular like performance theaters. It was uh, even some museums could apply. So sure. yeah. And then the application was giant and it. I hated my life. Really, like, too much. But-
3: <laughs> as someone that has done grant writing before I used to work, <laughs> I used to work uh, as a volunteer coordinator at a, at a Goodwill another life ago. And we and I helped do grant writing. So the fa- the fact that you did it and then got it, like yep. kudos to you. I'll just say that out loud. And if it was long, then that it must have been a tome. Because I swear, some of those applications they they like ask for your like ancestral background. It's wild. Yeah.
1: We had to prove that we had fixed seats and a fixed <laughs> screen, and uh, and I was like looking for receipts from six years ago to prove that we had projectors installed, and, like
3: that's insane <laughs> that's, that's, well incredible. if you don't have that then at, you shouldn't have access you know to what? that money said nobody <laughs> um, yeah, wow. the, the next
1: award for the shuttered venue operators grant because again we're talking like movie chains right
3: like, yeah
1: like was 10 million dollars yes i was for under two hundred thousand, <laughs> and i still had to do all that where i was like i oh. should have met a checkbox.
3: That's yeah. that's so yeah. that is so upsetting. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah I can if I bet that was a lot of Less work. than three hundred thousand dollars. Check
0: yeah. this box and skip questions. Just give it to me. Yeah, just, just give it to me.
3: I'll take it from here. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Anyway, sorry, that's complaining about my job. I actually No no no, that I think
3: that's good. <laughs> that here, I, I appreciate knowing that.
1: The thing that was cool about it is that it really was showing that the government was doing something, and it matters. Like, we are right, using yeah. those funds to be operating now. That's what we're using to pay for movies to get them on screen because we didn't have money before that, right? Right. Like, right. that's what made it possible to do what we're doing. And I I don't want people to think, like, yes, the red tape was ridiculous, but government worked in this case. Yeah, it, sure. It was successful, and it means the world that this little theater can stay open because of that, For and sure. because of the community. Like literally, we were paying our twelve hundred dollars a month overhead based on twelve hundred dollars a month popcorn
2: sales. Like it was close. Yeah. That is- it was wild. Wild, like popcorn was keeping the roof. Yeah, it was keeping yeah. the roof above y'all. I don't. I don't think that the picture is being painted in full though. Like you, like the the movie theater was like the place to go. In, in in like verm, right? For oh, me at yeah. least. And so like we would go and and then when everything shut down and they went to popcorn sales, all they really did was say we're on Facebook. They went on Facebook and they were like <laughs> we're doing popcorn sales. And yeah. people would line up every day and people would talk about like oh I got to go Vermilion's like Vermilion Theater is about to start their popcorn they might sell out <laughs> before I get there. Like and and you would think that it's it's like oh that's just popcorn, but like it's about the experience that Vermilion Theater gives you. And yeah. the community that we have, where mm-hmm. it's like, 100%. that's more than just popcorn. We know where that money is going. And also, like, we miss this experience and we want to be there. This is the closest thing that we could probably get to being back until for we sure. get back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
1: I appreciate that a lot. It yeah. was really, and then our popcorn, the supply chains went down and we lost our popcorn vendor.
3: <laughs> oh, no. That's
2: you guys, oh, it has 20, been that's 2020 for you. Oh it has God. been crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: But okay, so then that's like small town what happened in our building wise. Um, Bigger picture, it just took a long time for the studios to like gauge when consumer confidence would be high enough to like make a schedule of movies and stick to it. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, there's this whole... Highly controversial uh, video-on-demand streaming release system. Yep. Oh, yeah. Hey, what? No way. No. Yeah. So, <laughs> it, I mean, this summer, it honestly felt like I made it through the pandemic so that you could kill me with Disney+. Plus yeah Ooh, i can i lie. can
3: imagine how, why you would
1: yeah. feel
0: that way or hbo max in this case i'm sure
1: exactly actually yeah. hbo max is proving to be a bigger problem because warner brothers has still committed to releasing all of its movies yeah. simultaneously to cool. hbo whereas yeah. disney like played a game for a little while they some sure
3: did, did. It feels like they're still playing it in some respects well, Yeah. well they
1: have guaranteed that everything else that comes out for the rest of this year will be will have a theatrical window
3: Okay. Of 30 days. Right on.
1: I could okay. talk to you about this for two hours, but okay. the um, okay. <laughs> right. so what happened this summer is like, particularly Black Widow is the example everyone keeps talking
3: about. Oh, right? Lord. Oh, we love to talk about that movie here. Yes, I know. I've listened
1: to all your episodes about it. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> well, that's
3: nice. Thank no, you. I sound like a hater. Yeah. Um, you
1: a little bit. So Black Widow, <laughs> Like it was huge that opening weekend. That yeah. was the first time where we had a line out the door and my manager and I were looking at each other. We, all like all of our staff had gone on vacation. We were like, Oh sure. Totally oh, yeah, sure. short staff. There's just two of us. And we we're looking at each other like, <laughs> 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 like yeah. we're going to our, break our COVID capacity. Like, what yep. we yeah, do? And, um, yeah, that was, that was nuts. And then the next day,
3: nothing.
1: Huh? Hmm. Okay. Okay. And that okay. had a lot to do with, one, there were pirated copies up within a half hour of the movie being released to Disney+. Plus.
2: That's I didn't know odd. that was still a problem. Yeah, nope. It is. And it's an
1: even bigger problem now, Marcus, because everything is so easily available. You don't even have to go sit in a theater and record it and then yeah. upload it to online. It's just right there on your computer. Copy yeah. it, send it in the world.
2: Thank you. Yeah.
1: So, that was cool. And then the second weekend, um, I mean, it's been all over the news. Like it had was a sixty-eight percent drop or something between first yeah. weekend opening box office to second week. No one else, no weekend the movie for the next two weeks, and it was like, well, that oh. was fun. <laughs> you know, was that it? Yeah. Was that blockbuster yeah. season?
0: <laughs> right. huh.
1: Um Not Conversely, Shang Chi opened, and it was in theaters only. And dude, I'm wrestling with the studios right now because they want me to keep it for a fourth week
2: wow wow huh wow and i don't want it
1: for a fourth week we're a small town we need to turn over our screens yeah yeah,
2: that's true um i get that also showed you black it was better than black widow but uh, okay all right well thank you thank you okay all right
3: We have a guest oh here, so friend. i'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna launch into my you squabbling
0: until after she leaves and then we'll <laughs> say all
3: right, right. Okay. why are you
0: posing
1: um, so it's just crazy that like it means something it means yeah. something yeah. to have a theatrical window you you cannot expect there to be movie exhibitors without right. that window and I don't know how much you guys know about like, First run versus second run
2: versus... Oh, no,
3: please explain it to us. Very little. I, I, I'm familiar, but I think a good explanation would be yeah. great.
1: Okay. So a first run movie, like I say that we are the only first run movie within 30 miles, like in a 30 mile radius of Vermillion. Okay. Because there are movie theaters that are like 31 miles away, but they are not dedicated first run theaters. They pick up movies on, on what's called second run. So first run is when you premiere a movie on the date it is nationally premiering.
2: Okay, okay. Um,
1: so that's called On the Break. When you take a movie On the Break, like we took Shang-Chi On the Break, that is a first-run movie. And the first run of any movie is two weeks long.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: So then a second run of something like Shang-Chi, technically, for example, this weekend, or this past weekend, the 4th, 15th,
3: mm-hmm. yeah, whatever it
1: was, was the beginning of Shang-Chi's second run because okay. it has been out for two weeks and then second, it becomes a, what's called a second run movie. Okay. So if we want to take movies, we can either get them first run and have them for at least two weeks. You can't ever have a first run movie for just one week. Okay. And then we could then, if we don't take it on the break, we have to take it a second run. So then you have to wait two weeks to get it. Got uh, it. Okay. So our business model, we try to split the difference because a first run movie, 65% of the ticket sales go to the studio for a first run movie. Okay. Huh. That's de- Not that, that, even
3: that, a that, 50-50 break.
0: That's rough.
1: No. Something <laughs> no. like 63 is like a deal.
0: Okay. That's, that's wild. Is that standard and- across most studios, Shannon?
1: Yeah. Disney is the highest, but it's usually 60 to 65 for a first run movie. Okay. And then um, a second run movie, again, two weeks later, you can get it for like 35% ticket take. Oh. So we try to do a little bit of both. We try to take the big ones on the break, take some second runs where we know people might be willing to wait, and we'll have like a little slogan that's like, save it for side two, you know, we'll put it in the the smaller theater, but like it will come to Vermilion, save it for side two. Um, Because we know that we get a bigger percentage of that ticket take. Okay. So this is what studios are thinking. They want you to take things on the break. They want you to keep them because if you are locked in on the break, then you don't get that 30, you don't get that discount. for the run. And, um, they also want to get this audience on streaming. However, you don't get people going to the movie theater if it's on streaming. So you get less, you know, you're splitting your potential money resources. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) um, it becomes like really hard when you're releasing everything to streaming. And then all of a sudden I can't take things second run because people have already seen that. Oh yeah. Got it.
2: Got it. Got it. right.
3: A hundred percent. Yeah. So a lot of sense. This whole
1: summer has been like, there has been no save it for side two because it's either watch it on the premiere or yeah. watch it on streaming. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. there's no way for me to kind of work those percentages. Right. And
2: that's been frustrating.
3: <laughs> I can <laughs> imagine so. Understandable. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Um, is, there a scenari-
2: is there a scenario that works with streaming and with how the movie can operate, and both can be successful? Is there like, any situation where both can get what they want out of it? Um, I think
1: absolutely, because I think this is where the the dedicated theatrical release window comes in, sure. because then you've got an opportunity to instead of splitting your audience in the first couple weeks. You have a second chance at that same audience so you put something in a theater we run it for two weeks but someone wants to see it 30 days later it's already left theater but they can get it on streaming and so they'll pay for your streaming service to to make Mm -hmm. sure that they see it again sure as soon as they want to so it used to be that um exclusive theatrical runs were like 75 to 90 days yes and come out at blockbuster or whatever you yep.
3: know
0: yeah
1: and now like i'm glad that disney is giving us 30 days
0: sure right <laughs> wow. well and then you heard towards the tail end of the pandemic is after the the great experiment with hbo max's dual release yeah. amc and others signing big name contracts with studios saying we'll give it 18 days or we'll give it at least right. a dedicated 19 mm-hmm. days before we make it available anywhere to stream. Yeah. So I suppose that that's a lot. It's got to be helpful to hear that um, those deals are being made. Not that you're a part of a big chain, but it's, it at least gives some context to others.
1: But, but to save the whole exhibitor business, I yep. think that's what we're all concerned really. about, right? Like the big right. questions that you see all the articles about is like, our movie theaters dead. Is going to the movies no longer a thing? It's, right. You know, yeah. Um, those are the talking points, and I mean, I think it's a fair question, but this isn't the first time the industry has had to face um, mm. weird innovation problems. Right. Mm. Yeah. Like when you think about the golden age of Hollywood and the studio system, where like actors were signed yep. to specific studios. Oh
3: yeah. yeah like football teams basically yeah yeah Yeah. like
1: that whole transition where Mm. people started to say i want to be an independent contractor and i don't want to only make mgm movies i want to also make warner brother movies like yeah yeah people like everybody thought the sky was falling especially the studios (laughs) because that was how they knew to make money right right? yeah
3: yep was market
1: hayworth or market you know particular people yep um so that was a really big deal and then you think about like Oh, like the sixties through seventies were like new Hollywood was happening, where it was like all the new hot directors that we now think of like the old hot directors, like <laughs> Scorsese and Spielberg and yep, like, right. you know, all these people showed up and they were like the cadre of people who were doing new and exciting movies. Um, that was a whole thing, and the industry was like, "Whoa, what? We have to show people getting shot on film now." <laughs> <You know? laughs>
3: right, right. The bad the bad guys might win. Wow. Yeah, right. Changes like, right.
1: the game. upset everything because like people right. died on screen, and they were talking about erectile dysfunction, and it was like a whole thing. And like,
3: yep. For yeah. How dare they? How dare they? <laughs> Right?
1: Yeah. It was no longer the Haze Code era, my friends. That was a whole that gambling
3: was like, in my movies. Yeah. Are people going to pay money to
1: come see this film? You know, like, right.
3: Yeah.
1: It was a problem. Yeah. Um, so we weathered this before. A, a TV, they thought TV would kill movies. In fact, it supplements it because guess what? You can play right. on TV later. Right. Oh, yeah. So we've done this before. It just feels awful right now and it feels awful right now because it's also a pandemic and everything feels awful right now
3: that's true (laughs) true. i mean
1: (laughs)
0: yeah yeah
3: that's also accurate breathing hurts Yeah, (laughs) right
0: right Right. um shannon i want to ask you specifically if unless brian or marcus if you guys have any questions no go ahead doug okay so my question is specifically i want to i want to bring up our friend and our pal christopher nolan because oh, if we, we remember, back, uh, yeah, yeah. We remember back to, to Tenet. <laughs> the the big issue that we had with Tenet was that nolan essentially said my movie deserves to be shown in a theater um and and was very supportive of the theater experience which i think has that statement has merit but do you feel that from your perspective that there are certain movies that just cannot exist in streaming whatsoever or is it more of a like you said preserving um, preserving the experience and so just thoughts on that that statement that he made
1: um although grandiose I agree (laughs) that some movies are better on a larger theatrical totally
0: 100%. One hundred percent.
1: That's fair. That's fair.
0: Tenant <laughs> was this- not one of them, but yeah. <laughs> yeah I actually you, didn't
1: sir. see that it because I was too afraid to sit in the theater. Um, <laughs>
2: no, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, we um, we did it. We could we can tell you it wasn't. We can late. tell you it
0: doesn't make sense. But real, having real just backwards.
1: recently rewatched The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises oh. on TV, I was like, what I could remember mm-hmm. was like how awesome that was when it was. Yeah. In- yeah. You know? And so it's almost like it has this carryover effect of like, remember that time, like I was totally enveloped in this whole world and like, yeah. and, and you kind of carry that sense memory with you as you're watching it.
0: For like, sure. Your
1: hat. You know, like yeah. yeah, you live both things at once. For sure. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but I do. And that's where you get into the like cultural relevance and, and importance of movies. Sure. And like, all these arguments about how we are social creatures, and the reason this pandemic has been hard is because just being in the world as a person, yeah. whether you're sitting in the dark watching a movie or like buying coffee in face to face from someone, like being yeah, recognized right. as a human in the world, yeah. <laughs> like wasn't a thing for a long yeah. time. And so, I, the yeah. of movie going, I think is that's part of it. You yeah. know, like Marcus of- said, that's the thing to go do yeah yeah Um, so like i think that that (laughs) combined with the sort of like epic experience does matter i do i I think it matters i think it makes a difference we appreciate the art form because movies are they are the most democratically like small d accessible to everyone art form yes and I think that you like taking that away or making that, putting it essentially behind a bigger paywall than a ticket
0: yeah. is serious. Yeah. Dangerous.
1: Jesus. yeah, that's, yeah. What,
0: that's what kind of, I mean, we talked about it when we talked about like Mulan going, I think straight to Disney plus instead of being uh, in the theater, we talked about, now you're putting this behind a paywall, and it's thirty dollars is steep. And mm. and how long? I mean, knowing how Disney operates, how long does that thirty become forty, and that forty mm-hmm. become fifty? Right. I mean, it's it's a stone's throw away from yeah. You can pay the thirteen dollars to get Disney Plus, but unless you are wealthier, you know, mm. you're not going to have access to these things.
1: Mm-hmm. And if you're if a single the, person, like a college student or twenty something years right. old. You don't want to pay 30 bucks to watch that movie. No, no. If you have a family of four, 30 bucks makes sense.
2: Yes, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yep, (laughs) yes. Me as as a single black man, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, don't, and I don't begrudge people
1: streaming. I get it. I think during the pandemic, it was 100% necessary because the movie industry needed a way to make money so that people... Mm could come back. Like, yeah. I don't begrudge that at all. I think I'm with Marcus that like, we've got to find a way to like yeah yeah do this together. I just really want those, those like theatrical
2: windows to stay.
0: Sure, <laughs> I totally get that. <laughs> and, and oh yeah. In full,
2: in full explanation that it makes the most sense. Like, mm-hmm. and for oh, me yeah. personally, not knowing anything about the business side of it, all I know is 30 days, 30 days. That's the thing that keeps coming up. 30 days, 30 days, 30 days. I know I have glitchy HBO Max and sometimes I don't want to go to uh it I don't want to go glitchy. to a theater. Like granted, no. I can't press rewind or my TV starts smoking. But like, <laughs> or the app will just restart. It'll just yeah. restart my whole Roku. Like, hey, we're just gonna kick you out of here. And I'm like, really? i pay, I pay the bills here. Like, you can't kick me out of here. <laughs> but 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 the for me as somebody from the outside, it's like more options. Oh, okay, yeah. for HBO Max specifically, I don't have to pay. I just watched Reminiscent last night. Oh, yeah. And Yeah, how so, was it? I haven't watched it yet. Honestly, I would say like six out of ten. Six, okay. Seven. It's like not a bad movie. It's like a good watch. I That's, recommend pretty, that's a pretty watch. good Marcus review. Oh, yeah, I, like, actually. I like Hugh Jackman, so I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. Every time he gets mad, though, all I can think about is Wolverine. That's
0: yeah, that's gonna be his problem for the next like ten years.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah All yeah.
3: that guy wants to do is sing and he's, he's just gonna just... be remembered as like the knife hands guy for
0: the,
2: the rest of his showman. life. Yeah, show us the claws. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do both these things with the claws. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I'm in. Yeah. Lame is, Le- Le- but it's Wolverine instead of <laughs> that's
1: he could have been Jean Valjean, wasn't he? Yeah. John Valjean?
2: I think he was, though. Oh, yeah, he, oh, yeah. Was. he, was. he was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he was. like I said. Yeah. Um, but I just like, I like the idea of more options. But now that, you know, now that I hear the explanation in full, I can see how that would be, you know, detrimental to a sure. business. Like, that. especially a small town like Vermilion. Like, we don't, our tickets are how much, Miss Shannon, with uh, students? For a now, general right?
1: admission ticket for an adult, it
0: is $10. $10. Man. Suck it, Brian. Enjoy those. Uh,
1: yeah,
3: Chicago well, like prices. I'm paying in Chicago dollars over here, and I'm hearing this, and it's like, wow, like yeah, that's that would be that. That's what is deal. it there,
1: like sixteen?
3: So, like even just a matinee, you're looking at eleven to like fifteen oh, um, dollars, depending on the theater you go to. If you go, if you go Friday or Saturday night, which we have not done in a long time, uh, you, I mean, you're looking at at least fifteen bucks. If mm-hmm. I, I mean. Yeah. If, depending on where you're going. If you're in the city, it's not unheard of to be paying $20. $20. Oh
1: no. Um, 22, I think is standard in like New York. and yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. That's what um, yep. our other guest, Brian, our friend of ours from Cornell said about going in New York. Go. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. It's but, wild. Yeah. That yeah. is wild. So, and again, we purposely like, yeah, we could have $16 tickets. That would be great. We'd make a lot more money. No <laughs> one would come to the movies in this town. Yep, like, that's um, true. we are a population where, well, I don't know what the most recent census data says, but the last census, it had like 35% poverty rate in Vermilion. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. high.
2: It's, it's yeah. extremely yeah. high. Yeah. So Clay, Clay County is extremely, extremely, extremely high.
1: Right. So we are at a disadvantage there. And we, again, to really, truly live up to our values as a nonprofit of making arts and culture available daily to everyone, like... Yeah. That is our mission. And so we have to keep that, that barrier to entry as low as possible and then do things like be able to offer free community movies. If we have yeah. a sponsor who wants to pay the license, then we can open the doors to anyone, yeah. you know, stuff like yeah. that. We, we purposely build in that flexibility because mm-hmm. that's our mission. But like, if we were a different organization, movies would be more expensive in this town. <laughs> For sure. Oh <laughs> yeah. And I think
0: that's the other really cool thing that I just want to, Bump about the theater and, and you all is that my son is a he goes to daycare at um, I'm not gonna be able to remember the name, but he well, there were a just daycare, daycare. Yeah, there were a couple of times though it. where he like they did movies at the theater, I think it was like mm-hmm. on like, Friday, like Thursday
1: afternoons,
0: yeah, Thursday. That sounds right. Thursday yeah. afternoons, and he would come back, he'd be like, Dad, we went to a theater today, like it was, right. it like made his week, and I think yeah. that that's something that. Is something that sets you apart from others is that ability to say look at this cool thing we did but Mm -hmm. we could partner it because we want to make it accessible to everybody so i think that that's just kind of a a bump i want to throw out there Of like i think that that's really cool and you wouldn't get if that was if you all were run by somebody else
1: yeah Yeah, i mean you can a lot of us did go to oh that's another thing we did during the height of the pandemic, which it's still a pandemic, I let's, you know, who are we? Oh, yes,
3: mm-hmm. yep. yes, yep. Oh, no, 100%. <laughs> it is. There's Before
1: the or... pandemic, um, we did a ton of theater rentals because people could bring their small group of friends mm-hmm. and yep. watch a movie with each other and then we don't have to worry about, like, we're not publicizing it, we're not competing mm-hmm, right. with other movies. There, we have a lot more flexibility in, into what goes on screen during those situations. So. Um, it was that was a good profit maker for us and also get kept people in touch with the fact that like there is a theater in this town you know yeah, <laughs> we yeah. um, yeah. and you're right those things that we do for kids like you know those are those are private theater rentals for just that dedicated group of people um, the vermilion public library tends to sponsor those sure. so shout out to them for being awesome community oh, hard we know Yay. that like children need all kinds of different stimulation and they can't do story time every day. So let's make right. one story time a movie, you know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and really for cool. some of those kids, it's the first time in the theater and they get there. And you think about how big that stadium is to us. And yeah. then you picture being three feet shorter.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it does make a big difference. It, it does. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. We do, you know, we can't, like I said, those are private, events, we don't like publicize them really and I can't take pictures of people's kids and put them on the internet and say, mm-hmm. we did this. Good, so, good call. <laughs> yep. well, you, could, good
0: you could. But... If you ever see a little boy named Harrison running around the theater, take his picture. He doesn't care. He's my kid. You're fine.
1: I think technically the rule is if there's three or more children in the picture, I'm, it's okay, but I, I'm not gonna.
3: <laughs> no, I wouldn't mess with that
2: either. No. Yeah, yeah, that I would feel be like, a great headline. I feel like if I would have said that same like that same line, it would have sounded creepy. Well, it you probably, probably Yeah. Is. <laughs> you know what the rule is whoa whoa buddy <laughs> we have that? Yeah, whoa.
0: Whoa. hold down just pop the brakes <laughs> like,
1: it doesn't, um, doesn't feel great is a line like, Yes, I, like, absolutely
0: <laughs> Brian or Marcus any other questions for Shannon about what it's like to just run a theater and just some of this insight in the business side of things
3: I honestly, I just wanted to give kudos because before, so before we had you come on the show, I went, I went online and checked everything out. And one thing that oh, I just, I just, I wanted to say that I appreciated, and maybe you can speak on it, is the fact that uh, at like for like it's on the Verm Culture website, but it's also, I believe, on the Coyote Twin Theater website. But you all talk whoa, about like, whoa, hey, whoa, 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 whoa,
0: Christ, whoa, whoa man, you want to say that whoa. word again for me?
2: That word again, one more time. You ended what,
3: what animal were you talking about? I'm sorry. Uh, I, I feel like I feel like I've made a faux pas and uh, and uh, OK, uh, the, the, uh, the coyote twin. Uh, no, no, no. So say, oh, you know, Marcus is
0: upset. so this part, in this part of the country, Brian. It's not a coyote. And I know okay. it
3: throws you off because it's okay. not
0: Wiley Coyote. It's uh, Wiley right. Coyote. It's we just say, Coyote coyote yep okay
3: i my sincere apologies (laughs) to the (laughs) town Um, of ver i apologize this is 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 basically an example of you can learn at any time in your life (laughs) and i'm learning right now and that's a coyote and i uh For those that are listening to this in podcast format, I just got dunked on because on our uh, visual medium, <laughs> Doug just put read a book. Oh, I didn't.
0: That was all Marcus. Oh, that was Marcus. <laughs> yeah, uh, that thank it. you to
3: my co-hosts, yeah, So Northern <laughs> Yankee over here, uh, Learn how to say coyote. Uh, well, I'm going to get to the thing that I wanted to say is that you all talk about like how you're capping the auditorium at 50%. You're keeping the air circulation there. You're like monitoring protocols. And I just want to say, I think that's great because a lot of the bigger chains around me, it's just mm-hmm. like, you go to their website and it's like, Hey, come to this movie. Just come on. Just come on. It's fine. Come on in. It's, it's everything yeah. fine. And I just appreciate that you're putting out there exactly what you're doing, because I feel like, I feel like that's the push and pull of this right now. Yeah. is people like, can we do this now? Is it right. fine? And I, in my opinion, if you're if you're vaccinated and you're going to these spaces, you're mostly fine as long as you're following the stuff that you're putting on the website. I'm like, yeah, we're, we're having the circulation system running like we're mm-hmm. we're going to be spaced out. And I just wanted to say, I appreciate that. Uh, were those easy decisions to make and just wanting to know more about that?
1: Sure. Um, well, thank you. I really appreciate that because yeah, it I mean. was um as you may know, Brian, and as Doug and Burke, they certainly know there are actually no state COVID restrictions.
2: There are not in currently. South Dakota. Yeah. Free, as, free as a bear. Welcome to America. <laughs> We're
1: <laughs> all about freedom here. You have the 100% freedom to get COVID wherever you want. And I
3: like how you
0: phrase yeah. that.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah.
0: On a motorcycle, <laughs> waving a gun. All right. All, all right. smoking <laughs> a joint. That's all the right. line. Serious, not smoking a is the line.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we kind of like went rogue and decided yeah. to keep a capacity cap when yeah, we yeah. opened in May. Like, and honestly, mean. you guys, we don't hit 50% capacity anyway. On most Right, years. right. Like, you've been to the theater, you know, you're there with five other people. And like any given Saturday night sometimes. Yeah. Like, I love yeah. it so
2: much. I love, that's my favorite part. It's, it's having <laughs> yeah. a row to yourself with a beer and popcorn. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, we
1: sell beer. Tell everybody. Look at that. Beer. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. So like, it wasn't a hard, that part wasn't a hard decision. The other cool. thing that has been nice to be able to lean on, especially when um, this isn't a statewide cause.
3: Right.
1: So this is to get behind is that nationally. Um, Last summer, uh, sort of the industry, uh, the National Association of Theater Owners, in conjunction with a lot of epidemiologists and studios and et cetera, put together the hashtag #CinemaSafe campaign. Right. And so that website has, um, like, people can read about all of the precautions that are recommended. Based, like, they have a list of everything that's possible that you could look at doing. And yeah. then you you can tailor it to what your state is offering. Hmm. And since our state is offering nothing, we, we went with some of the ones that we knew we were in our capacity to, to do. Sure. Um, right. When we first were trying to stay open in March, literally after every single movie, my staff was in there with like disinfected bottles wiping down every single seat. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, We've since learned that maybe that's only necessary like once a weekend.
2: Oh, hey. Okay. <laughs> sure. Thank you for taking no. extra precautions, though. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Thank you. It's, um, but yeah, air circulation seems to be most important. So all of my systems, the AC, or like the, you know, yeah. the fans are just on all the time. Um, yep. We do re- now require people to wear masks in the lobby. That was a Delta variant sort of. Yeah. We're going back to this.
3: Yep. Um, <laughs> yep.
1: And it's hard because, for example, our biggest population are university students. And, Yeah, masks aren't required on university campus right now so there was a lot of training of that behavior you know there is literally a giant door-sized poster on the front door (laughs) that says heroes wear masks and it like shows people wearing
3: that sure yeah
1: so and that's only in the lobby because like again it's when you're close to people or you know breathing on people you don't know so please do that in the lobby do that for my staff do that for each other and then when you like Marcus said, when you're sitting there in your own row, right? And we have every other row blocked off, like, cool, eat your popcorn, you know. Right. Like, yeah. But it's just sort of a yeah. To me, those were no-brainers, but I did check with my whole staff, like, how do you feel about this? Are you okay holding the line? Yeah. Because you know, right. it unfortunately is controversial here. So
0: sure. yeah. But
1: sure. we live in a good place. Verm is of all the places, like I think, people are the most willing to like do the thing and get it in Virginia.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, we are exactly. the soul of South Dakota. Oh, that's there nice. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's sometimes honestly, very, very I do feel true. like that's very true. Like, even yeah. is like it's a it's a blessing and a curse to be in a small town for whatever reason. Like, it has its ups and its downs. Rather is what I'll say. Mm-hmm. And you know, my movie going experience is I used to live in Virginia. I used to live in Texas. All these big cities. And so you go in and you sit next to strangers, or like, you know, obviously the people you go with, you get your food, you go, you watch a movie, and like, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And you really are enjoying the vibe of the space. Vermilion Theater is a little bit different. Me and Doug can go to a theater, we would go in there, and we yeah. will be sometimes the only two people watching yeah. Jungle Cruise laughing our asses off. And like,
0: we are generally just having surprised. A we have not been asked.
1: Especially
0: after
1: in the theater,
0: especially <laughs> after in the heights when I got that <sighs> thing wrong, I we oh. were laughing out loud for the better part of ten yeah, minutes.
2: I know that, who that is. That's Antonio Banderas. No, is. that is not.
0: Apologies true. to Mark Anthony. I don't know my Latin singer But
2: it's but it's just it's just an, like that was one thing I did want to say, and this would be that's my last thing. Yeah. Um, we should appreciate the things that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and appreciate the things that we've gone through so like the pandemic of course has been ass it's been an ass and a half but it's yep. also like you know it it's shown it's shown me to have a better appreciation for things there was a theater in yankton which is about 30 minutes away from us that theater yeah. is no longer there now
1: it closed during the pandemic and never oh.
2: yep. they ne- and so like i think That's about gone. man like that could have been us yeah. Like, And not even just the drive, like, okay, we go 30 minutes to a theater or an hour to a theater, whatever the case may be, to get to Sioux Falls, Sioux City. But if we would have shut down, that takes a big part. There are student orgs on campus, and I've been involved in at least five of them that rent out the theater to yeah. show movies to students. And the theater shows free movies to students, like mm-hmm. Shang-Chi during like opening weekend or the second or like the second weekend right. or the, the second thing. And you're showing it free to students. Yeah, Like that's wild to think about, Yeah, um, but it's an experience that a lot of people don't get. And I think that that's something that we need to appreciate moving forward is like support your local business, support your local theater, support yeah, your big theaters, whatever it is like, but just appreciate where we are. Yeah. hundred percent. Completely. And agree. I will
1: clarify that those tickets are spot, like the free student admission is sponsored by the university, yes. which is incredibly generous that they have the like, Right on. You know, desire to provide that for their students because they know their own capacity to do programming is limited. Mm-hmm. But they also want students to engage with the community and come downtown mm-hmm. and be part of that. Like it is very forward thinking and cool that they that they do that with us. And we just you bring your you know USD <clears throat> ID, you sign in on a sheet. We invoice the university. Mm-hmm. It's like the easiest thing. It's kind of a guaranteed audience for us some nights. Um, Sometimes I get a little confused when they show a movie on campus on the same
2: nights that they do I'm like, we need to talk. (laughs) I'll never forget. um, I'll never forget. Sorry, this is my last thing. One of my favorite memories is when Black Panther got released. Mm -hmm. Um, It was the opening weekend for Black. I mean, the opening weekend for Black Panther. there,
3: There was an energy there. Yeah. It
2: was a hey, brian it was a vibe so my org where we work with vermilion theater we yeah. rented out the theater we rented out one theater we only did one because we were like hey it's fine and the, the the really dope thing about vermilion theater is it's attached to an art gallery so right. we had a photo booth in the art gallery portion the line was out the door let me tell you what Vermilion theater did they opened up the set we filled up the first one they opened up the second theater after they opened up the second theater, they started bringing out folding chairs to oh, make wow. sure that people yeah. could like sit and watch the movie. Yeah, like that's, that's, that's how special. packed that it was, and so this don't is tell why player department. Oh well, you know well, <laughs> they don't listen. They, to this they probably problem, were in there yeah. watching too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like that's the dope stuff that like we get here. and 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 that's just crazy to me so um, well and yeah and
3: i think that's a huge plug for local theaters you're not gonna find that at at some of the other theaters we have mentioned that i won't name Mm -hmm. by name but like i agree that's something really special yeah yeah
1: Yeah. we've got some hustle like we mean it we're here for the community and like people are always like oh my gosh i can't believe you showed our movie to our 25 students and like This is why we exist. Like, yes, the organization was founded to sort of save the cinema-going experience in Vermillion, but that includes, like, you and your 25 friends wanting to watch these four specific episodes of Golden Girls. That's fine. Right.
0: Right. (laughs) that's,
1: That's... I would rather people have those memories, you know what I mean, than, like, follow a standard or, like, say no to people it is so hard when there's lines out the door and i have to say no to people like
3: yeah yeah for it's sure.
1: it's hard but the what i remember black panther was a really crazy weekend yeah. um oh, so was avengers uh was it infinity war was the last one
2: in game game sorry oh, sorry that was that was, was a crazy out. weekend too that was crazy yeah very we crazy sold weekend.
1: out Seven shows that
0: weekend. Maybe. Yeah, that is. I believe that.
2: I don't think we got I don't think I was able to get in there to see that until
0: no, you and I, I saw th- it. I think it was the late show on Friday.
2: Yeah, it was the super was, late yeah, show. Yeah, it was like
0: the, the maybe yeah. like
2: the premiere show. Mm-hmm. I think so. we
1: did like a late premiere of that one. Yeah. yeah. that sounds right. So yeah, it was like that was crazy. And again, people just kind of get it like when they've got that line that goes in the concessions register all the way out into the second building, looping around that room and then out the door. You know, like yeah. The fact that people are willing to like do that, get in line, wait for us to clean the theater, be cool with it. Like yeah. that means the world that we have an audience who understands that like, it's just like six of us, you know? <laughs>
0: right. right. Crew. That
1: gets it, that's willing to to wait for movies to come to side, two. That's willing to let us clean the theater so that they have a clean experience in there. Who, like, will put on the mask to help my staff that will, yeah. and me. Yeah. Like, I'm not back, I mean, I'm vaccinated, but I'm an immunocompromised person. And so I mm. kind of sit up here in my little bubble office. Yeah. But when I go downstairs and I do see customers, I'm like, okay, I feel safe in my own workplace. Thank that's you. That's really yeah, awesome. cool. I I could not ask for, again, for lucking into a job entirely, randomly, to have it fit with everything I didn't know I was working toward in my life. And then to be in a community who wants to support that and who wants to have someone doing the job that I'm doing is like, I I don't know what else I should be doing in my life. Like, this is (laughs) so, yeah, I'm lucky. Really lucky. We are lucky.
0: that is no better place to end our conversation for today with you, Shannon. So first off, thank you. thank you for doing what you do for Vermillion. It's amazing. We greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Thank you for supporting the podcast by listening um, and just keep it up. We, we love going there. So we love all yeah. that you do, but we wanted to thank you for your thank time. You, Anything Shannon. you want to plug on, on behalf of the theater before um, we move on to um, some news headlines?
1: For local Local Vermillionaires, we will be taking Venom, James Bond, and Dune on the break. So come Oh, yeah.
3: That is a loaded October. It is like, a loaded I'm October. Like,
1: wow. Um, wow. October 1st, October 8th, oh. and October 22nd. Mm. And um, also, if you want to support us in some little way, you can always still buy popcorn to go or you can buy stickers. Awesome. Yeah. We now have our first coyote twin merch. We've got some stickers that really say cool. Coyote Twin. We've got some that say like hashtag Berm Cult for like part of the culture Ooh, association. That's really
2: cool. Uh,
1: they're like two or three bucks. You can get them at the cinema. And um just every little bit helps because again, nonprofit doesn't mean no profit.
0: It's true. So, That's yeah very, very true it's very very true
1: but i really appreciate it i appreciate you guys appreciate you guys giving me a time the movie business is confusing and i really <laughs> every chance i get to explain like why we have to make the choices we do and how right. the studios are a really big part of those choices and we're sure. not always in as in control as we seem that really that
0: helps. Yeah. And I think Definitely. a lot of people don't know that. So I'm glad we were able to mm-hmm. give them some education. We got you today. A, yeah. 100. <laughs> so, well, great.
1: Okay. anytime you have further questions, just let me know. Or if you watch working girl, tell me.
0: We'll do. We will. There you go. Awesome. Thanks Shannon.
1: Thank you. All right. Bye. 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 Here's a
0: headline. I want to make sure that we get some time because there are some headlines that came out over the, oh, are there? the past few weeks. Are they? Um and I do think it's important that we touch on those. Oh, so God. um I'm gonna kick it down to Brian because Brian seems like he is like primed and ready and amped. Maybe. Um Brian, have Maybe? you cracked into your LaCroix?
3: Are you yes. are you oh, yeah. half LaCroix? La-Croix in? La- you oh no no. In? I we are we are through the tea, gentlemen. Oh, we, oh are the oh. we are through the LaCroix. We are we are on the backup now, like the uh, camelback here. So so we're Brian, what do you got for your first piece of news this week? My first piece of news is that uh, uh, Marcia Lucas uh, had oh, some things one. to say in a book <laughs> about the sequel trilogy made by Disney. Uh, the headline I'm going to take from IndieWire: Star Wars editor Marcia Lucas slams Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams. "Quote: They don't have a clue." Uh, So if you're not familiar, Marcia Lucas uh, was basically one of the main editors for a new hope. uh, When star Wars released in 1977, she is credited with basically saving that film in a way of Lucas had a very rigid idea of what that movie needed to be. Uh, She looked at it and she's like, this sucks. And she recut it (laughs) to give you an idea of like, how lucas wanted this movie made the film opened with luke on tatooine and it just stayed there for like at least 15 minutes and there's like a whole cut scene of him like looking up in the sky and he's like oh it looks like there's stuff going on up there and 15 minutes later it then cuts to the star destroyer and the sequence we know and love that opens the movie capturing the tinier spaceship darth vader going in that's how we know that movie starts there's an alternative universe where you don't see that scene for like 20 minutes, um, among other things. So in any case, she she's kind of well known in the Star Wars world. And basically to sum up her uh, comments about the sequel trilogy, she really did not like that Han Solo died uh, in The Force Awakens. She didn't like that Luke died in The Last Jedi and the, the the comments that really grind my gears uh, were the fact that she made comments talking about how the main character's female, uh, and she feels that the characters are only there to appeal to an odd like to the female audience, and she doesn't understand how she got her Jedi powers. She thinks the storylines are terrible awful she also said you can quote me and tell tell them i said that so obviously (laughs) some things were said here and the (laughs) my that the the commentary i want to give here before i turn it over to you all for your thoughts is that i I, the sequel trilogy is not perfect by any stretch of the imagination i'm a star wars fan i enjoy all of them some are better than others i enjoy others more than others and like she actually had a a thing to say here that people would have listened to on all, all fans of yeah. If she gave it any type of critique, any type of actual, like, constructive feedback, I feel like people would have listened, but instead yeah. she was like, you killed Han Solo and Luke. Nah. Like, <laughs> she she could have used her platform right. to be right. like, hey, yeah. it's, uh, it's kind of wild y'all didn't plan out this sequel trilogy in the age of Marvel, but okay, sure, you want to do a new story for each movie that you're releasing for your billion dollar tentpole, sure go for it. That is a legitimate critical feedback that I feel like we all could have talked about. But no, we're going to talk about how did Ray become a Jedi, except nobody asked that about Luke when he went to the magic swamp planet and then he was there (laughs) for, we don't know, like maybe a few days, maybe a few weeks and then he can just sword fight the Dark Lord of the Sith. No questions asked. No one asked him where he learned sword fighting when he was hanging out with Yoda. You know, it's just it's a yeah. lot. But, yeah, any any thoughts from you all? You know what? I You know I might sound
0: like someone who is a uh, a birther here. You know, I'm mean, going to go out on a <laughs> limb here. What? But I demand is, to see
2: Ray Skywalker's no, no, count. No, excuse me. No. I, I, I want no, to see her Medicorian count. Sir, prayer, please stop. Wow. Did you just call yourself a birther? <laughs> a rain no, mean, birther?
0: I was, I was making a joke. I'm a Metaclorian birther.
3: I want to <laughs> see
0: those. Nu- I want to see those numbers. To know how she became a Jedi. Well, if those numbers are less than, you know, a thousand units per blood cell, <laughs> I don't know how the fuck it works. Like, I I demand that she no longer
3: be called a Jedi. I mean, Star Wars really excels when it tries to explain the magic. I mean, everybody <laughs> loved episode one. So <laughs>
2: That's my, my thing is, nobody gave a fuck. No, right. Like, and it nobody was like, gave a fuck. first of all, wasn't it number one? They didn't plan for the first Star Wars to be that successful. Oh, right. no, they no, thought it would me. be
3: one and done. Lucas yeah. thought it would be a failure, yeah.
2: So, th- so like, who asked you? Like, okay, <laughs> go to a damn forum. And, like, yes, you have every right to voice your opinions. But <clears throat> go to a forum. Go to something else. And just, like, voice, voice your opinions there. Like, okay, so it didn't make sense to you. We, I don't give a fuck. I've never <laughs> asked nobody how the force works or how people got their powers. I just know they start lifting shit. Maybe i <laughs> for the entertainment. Right, right.
3: <laughs> Yeah, and, yeah, and for clarity, this is for a book that's coming out, Howard uh, Kazanogen. I don't know if I got that right. A uh, producer's life. This came out a week ago, and someone just found this passage. That's the wild <laughs> thing about
2: that. You can quote me on that. I don't quote, care.
3: Tell them. Tell them I said that. They it, don't yeah, give a shit. It, they're
0: laughing over there like Scrooge McDuck in their big pool of <laughs> right. money going fuck you like The, only, they don't one give that, a the shit. only
2: one that care is probably George Lucas. Like he but because he's sensitive about his his this world he created. So but like come on now no, like care. come on <laughs>
0: You mean that he's not watching videos of old train movies? He's not. Oh my gosh. He's so judgmental about that. He's, if oh, if
3: man. you need something to laugh at, go look up the episode one documentary, and on the first day of writing episode one, George Lucas is just watching old train movies, laughing at him. <laughs> Who knows if he's actually written anything for episode one, but he's like, how'd oh, they uh, do that? It's one, do of do that? George, one of my favorite things. George, we're about
2: favorite. to start recording soon. Do you have anything for the script?
3: <laughs> I've, um, I hate saying. Marcus, next time you're writing music, you just pop on those old train movies <laughs> I been, yeah, why maybe hit
2: like some, Star Wars?
3: You could <laughs> spit some straight fucking fire after those yeah, train videos, hit. man. Why haven't you written anything, Marcus? George Lucas did this. George, just, I'm, I'm not George Lucas in <laughs> Trust
2: the process. For oh Jesus. <laughs> um
3: that, that's it. That's my news, though. Thank you for humoring my Star Wars. That's
0: fantastic. Uh Marcus, what do you have for your piece of news this week?
2: All right, two things real quick. First thing, kay. Jurassic Park stands the test of fucking time. <laughs> okay okay I, and I'll give it this Jurassic Park one and the lost world okay um, they those two movies specifically stand the test yes, of Yeah, they they're still time. okay like Jurassic Park one if you ever get like they have the it's on HBO Max now they have the trilogy the original trilogy yeah up they there. do that movie man i watched it twice in the mm. span of two weeks because i was just like man, i remember growing up with it but it yeah. just hits and it's like the graphics ain't bad the storyline is solid they don't waste time getting the yep. shit like yep. it's a good movie so i just wanted to just put that in there and just totally say agree. you know jurassic park extends it to the time family guy though family guys okay. entire back catalog is moving to fxx Um. So that. So I know y'all missed this. I saw this when it was announced on Twitter. I am a huge Family Guy fan. I think Family Guy is funnier than The Simpsons. That's just me. Um. It has a little bit of a darker, twisted humor. Argument can be made. I mean, for sure. I mean, without The Simpsons, you don't get Family Guy for sure. Um. Just a different sense of humor. I think. Um. 19 seasons of the animated, and this is from um, the Hollywood Reporter. So okay. 19 seasons of the animated Fox comedy are joining the cable networks lineup starting on Monday, like immediately. Wow! So okay. the move makes FXX and Freeform the exclusive cable home for the past seasons of the show. Huh. While Hulu, the worst streaming network ever continues to be the show streaming hub. Um, <laughs> and so it's going to be joining Bob Burgers, Cleveland, King of the Hill and the Simpsons, Archer. All of that kind of stuff, like that. Oh my God! Okay, there's something happening where. Wow. Previous to this, there was a conversation. Seth MacFarlane was like he wanted to get off of Fox. Yeah, um, and I'm pretty sure FX and a lot of that had something to do with what they were spewing over there, Fox News and some other people over there. I, I don't know who owns what over there, but this is just an interesting thing if you think about it. That 19 seasons of Bat catalog is just just like that. I think freeform. Yeah belongs to Disney. Right? Free for
3: does belong to disney but they belong to disney through fox because
0: remember fx is where fox would put it's like oh they might say the word shit on air and you get to watch it on fx and then they made it even darker they were like do you really like it when they say shit (laughs) now you're gonna get like three shits because now it's on fxx so that's kind of where they put their like racier comedy stuff yeah so i wouldn't be surprised if seth MacFarlane. Seth McFarland was like Fox wants me to pull their pull my jokes because it's right. day, it's it's you know it's, making it's, shots at it's, it's them. Pr- it's primetime TV. Well, if I, I go on FXX, I can maybe push the envelope as I'm writing a little bit more and let some of this stuff slide. So I, that makes sense. But keep going, Marcus.
2: Well, the Simpsons. Well, no, I mean that was pretty much the news. There isn't really a lot more to it. The Simpsons already is on FX or FXX and they do mm-hmm. marathons of the Simpsons. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember when the Simpsons made a shift to FX or FXX and I was like, man, that's a weird. It's a weird shift to have the Simpsons on here and they went for marathons. Um, and I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. So, does anybody have any thoughts on that or oh, think I they know where it's going?
3: Yeah, I, I, I mean, so FXX is like that was like Fox's attempt to be like, this is where the edgy stuff is, right. and it just kind of turned into like, hey, it's Sunday afternoon, Fantastic Four's on. Are you gonna watch this or not? And you're like, hey, I'm, I'm gonna watch it, <laughs> yeah, I'm good, I, I will, thanks. I will. Uh, and they, I feel like they found a lot of success with that mm-hmm. branding with FXX. I also, I'll look up what else is there, but I mean, there's a lot of familiar shows, I think that. As we talk about Hulu, we've talked about how their interface is not great. Like, I may not be able to rewind on HBO Max, but, like, I can find what I'm looking for. Hulu, though, whatever. You know our opinions. You can't find... It just took me, like, a solid 30 seconds to get Search to work, by the way. And, like, I couldn't. As you all were talking, I was like, am I doing something wrong? No, I just clicked the magnifying glass. And then it's like, well, duh, start typing. Come on, you idiot. And you're like, I, that was not clear to me. In any case.
2: Oh, this, OK. Sorry, yeah. Right. Yeah. Idea.
3: Like that didn't okay, make sense yeah. to me. I don't know who tested this. If you're listening, Hulu, but please change that. Uh, long story short, all the family guys there right now. So I feel like they're trying to build some type of back catalog yeah. because I feel like for it to remain relevant, you have to have something and i i pay yeah. for hulu i will i will say that out loud and As the idea I. that i could just go watch any of family guy at any time that is kind of appealing to me i'm just gonna put that oh, out there yeah um there's just a lot of stuff that you can binge there futurama is also there yeah. too um, yeah i like
2: that yeah. too
3: so like it, I, I appreciate that i just i do think it's hard for hulu right now Of like what what's your thing like and what do you do, do? do do? Uh, this could be part of it like if you're trying to stow away some of those back catalog stuff we've also talked before about how disney plus they don't have like a type of like not mature or adult section but they don't they don't have like a touchstone pictures that was their old mass for like the more adult movies and i feel like this is kind of seeing it come to fruition that nah we're gonna put it on hulu if it's like a little edgy Right. And I feel like you could find success. With okay,
2: that. here I want to add this real real quick. Two points. So this was this was in August 3rd. Um family guy creator Seth McFarlane has taken to social media to air his grievances with his former co-workers at the Fox Network, noting he wished that his hit animated series aired elsewhere, Tucker Carlson's latest opinion piece. So he said McFarlane wrote on Twitter. Look, Fox, we both know this marriage isn't working anymore. The sex is only once a year. I don't get along with your mother. And, well, I've been having an affair with NBC where he signed a $200 million deal. So they're saying the reason for this is because this also got pulled from Adult Swim, which yes. saved Family Guy back in the day. Right. So Family Guy is no longer on Adult Swim. And they said this is due to Disney's acquisition of the 20th Century Fox, their current cable channels, FXX and Freeform, because they're syndicated, they are run syndicated episodes of Yep the series. So I just want to throw that in there just for, I don't know if that has anything to do with the Tucker Carlson thing. Maybe that was a mission sure way does. before this thing happened. I mean, but for family, Guy, take shots at everybody. Right. And, uh, but I also know Seth MacFarlane, like, you know, if you stand by something and uh, well, I don't know. Well, anyway. Yeah.
0: I mean, from my under my understanding well, I, of who he is, is that him as a, as a comedian, as an artist, like some people are like, it's a little too late, I think, for Matt Groening, who created The Simpsons, yeah. to walk this back. I mean, there oh, are yeah. four hundred episodes of The Simpsons. Like, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, longest it's, running TV show. It is the longest running yeah. TV show. Um, it's a little late for him to walk this back. Seth MacFarlane, on the other hand, has been the comedian and the writer and the creator who has always pushed the envelope and challenged the status quo. So for him, I think it's a little bit of an identity thing, right? Like I have to. And if I don't say, no, fuck this. I want to go somewhere else. Like, I'm not being in true to who I am. So my guess is he's saying, you have my back catalog, but maybe this is a like Seth MacFarlane saying like, yeah, whatever my contract says, that's the end of it. Like, (laughs) and once I'm done, I'm done and you can keep my back catalog. But as far as I'm concerned, you're going to I'd be willing to bet that FXX is where family guy will die. And they no, no, it no. There I think barely.
2: I think it's the opposite because because the Simpsons have been running so long on FXX and all these marathons and Futurama, there are people who still want that kind of comedy. Oh, sure. And and I think that people who watch FXX, it wouldn't still exist if people weren't watching. That's so true. it's Very one of those things. Like I I think you can send Family Guy to this, and Seth MacFarlane has been holding out until he got out of this deal. Sure. Now he can really push the envelope now. And this attention, is it brings more attention to the jokes, to shows, to episodes. And now he can crank it up, even if it's for another two, three seasons. Like, Family Guy did well. No show is going to outbeat The Simpsons and go, like, come on no. now. Like, that's impossible. But if you go twenty, twenty-one seasons, kudos to you. And, like, maybe yeah. this is where it ends, but I think you can do a lot more over here.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's a very fair point. I, I agree, and I, I feel like... I feel like what gets difficult is like Fox, like Fox, the the news corporation still exists and is owned by Fox and all of the Fox entertainment stuff is owned Disney. by Disney and FXX. So I, I, I Googled this right before uh, I started talking. So I guess like their main thing is FXX. Now I feel so dumb saying this. FXX is targeted at adults 18 to 34, mm-hmm. while the original FX is targeted to like like an older demographic, like people like me. I'll just put that out there. Like it's more targeted to people like like oh. 35 to 54, which I can get. Um, well, and I'm I think that you're right. Mark, I, I, I do feel like this is... Uh, Seth MacFarlane has such... I don't know. He's so successful now that he's like he can say whatever he wants, and people are like, "Okay, really? fine. You, you still make the funnies. You yeah. still make a newy funny." If I'm going to borrow a phrase,
2: uh, <laughs> oh. I feel like I'll let him mean a
3: fun, fun, funny, <laughs> a fun, fun, newy funny. Um, <laughs> like I would not be surprised if like Family Guy would become a a Hulu original. Like I think they'll keep going for the network TV stuff. I think so.
2: I still yeah, think they'll keep rolling
3: with that for the entertainment stuff, but at the end of the day, I I that is something I can absolutely see. Like Family Guy is is
2: so it defining. doesn't require a plot, like it doesn't Not require right. deep thinking to put together these episodes.
3: Oh, and and you made a great point. It's an up like it it, it has kind of transcended the Simpsons, where Simpsons kind of still has this weird Gen X stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a whole other episode. But Family Guy at least feels a little bit more current and a little yeah. bit
2: more in touch. So like Mad yeah. TV, except in an animated form. Yeah,
3: that's a good way to put it. It's
2: like, a good it
0: way to yeah. put that. Yeah, that's I vibe great. with that. Yeah, it's a great way to put that. So Doug cool. Wagner. Here's what I got. I want to talk Venom 2 for a minute, oh, and which, we are, which we are getting here in about 12 days. Okay. It's um, soon. We are getting. But what I want to talk about is I want to talk about Tom Hardy and the fact that they did a screening for this movie oh, over nice. in uh, the UK. Love it. And at this particular <laughs> screening, um, the uh, Tom Hardy and the director Andy Serkis were there. Um, and this was at Sony's fan first event in London. Right before this fucking thing started, <laughs> Tom Hardy just says the following to the crowd. There is something possibly at the end of this movie that you might see that has become something of a tradition in these movies, what you see here when you leave here let it stay here will you promise me that whatever you see at the end of this movie during the credits you will let it stay here and not tweet it well, you want to know what happened? those motherfuckers tweeted it because this was a fan event not a like reviewer like professional event so they went, now
1: we're going to tweet it and so, they're not bound by anything. Yeah. Basically,
0: Sony went running around all of last week trying Did to find all think? the places to like pull all of these tweets down, and they're buried. I haven't been able to find any of them. Okay, but you can, if in theory, there may be a couple out there that he missed about what they saw. But the rumor is, especially in light of recent interviews, yeah, Spider Man appears. A Spider-Man, not yep. which Spider-Man we don't know, but a Spider-Man appears in the post credit scene of Venom 2, hinting at a future crossover. Andy Serkis even went on so far to say, I think it's very much in the future that we are able to get. And this isn't talking about a Tom Holland Spider-Man crossover. Mm-hmm. He said, I think it's very possible that we get a Spider-Man crossover soon. So, huh. you know,
2: what that means. Andrew Garfield is coming back.
0: I, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say. So it's it's a little bit of the speculation train, as as Brian Roush would say, a huge grain of salt here. But it is absolutely... He, he would also say, boy, howdy. Boy, boy howdy. howdy. Grain of salt here. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> I love we need Brian. stickers with our catchphrases yeah, on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but, um, but that's, that's kind of what we got, and that's kind of where we're at. So I was just kind of curious on... Thoughts on the news surrounding Venom Two? Which part? All, all, just all of it. Whatever you, whatever part, whatever
2: tickles you the best. Here's my first part. Tom Hardy, you cannot trust people. You no, should know you this. You should by have Man. never said shit. We live in a world where people have been talking about Spider Man everything for the past year. Yeah, since the end game ended. Maybe, possibly. Yeah. yeah. So you should know you cannot trust people in general. They're gonna blow anything up. Tom Hardy took a picture with a Spider Man Far From Home cap. And yeah. they blew that the fuck up. Oh yeah, right? they were yeah. like, "He's in it." it. They we're was right. like, "Oh, we know what this means?" And it's like, you in reality, nobody knows what the fuck it means except the director and the people right. in the movie. Yeah. Right? Right. The second part, um, Sony's working overtime to bury anything that is yep. like Spider-Man related because yes. they've had to do this like twice now, where they've had to go on this run where they have to remove whatever somebody's putting out. Like there yep, was a yep. deleted scene of Andrew Garfield and uh toby mcguire it looked like a scene from far from home they went and tried to delete all yep. that shit somebody tried to make a fake fake video like oh this is why this is a photoshop video and everybody was like well this is a fake video trying to throw us off the trail so yeah. it's like a whole yeah. it's a whole thing um i would just enjoy the fucking moment
3: yeah yeah i agree yeah. I do. You know.
2: everybody I... wants to be the fucking first to just re- like reveal some shit but yeah. just enjoy the moment. I would have been ecstatic to be like, "Yes, Mr. Tom Hardy, I will keep your secret."
3: Yeah, right. But yeah, Mr. Venom himself is telling me. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Have you like, seen
0: this man? Did you see that man? They must not have seen that man in <laughs> The Dark Knight Rises. That motherfucker would have bench pressed your ass into yesterday. He like was it was. That he was, was, was
2: big. He was huge. He was,
3: was not Yeah. What are you going to do about the plane?
2: Like, like all of that, top to bottom. No, like, just... Can you can you please back up from the microphone? I can't understand what you're saying. <laughs> okay, but anyway,
0: they must not have seen him in that, or. No. anything else where he had to put on weight to to basically no. look yeah. bulky because yeah. that man is scary like oh I, yeah he would go there on you he, yeah. goes so all in for his he will go psycho mode on you yeah and i yeah. think
2: he's kind of underrated to to be honest with you i would agree he, with that. i think he's a phenomenal actor that goes all in with the roles that he picks and from past reports he loves venom And he is very much involved in the development of this character, which I was not expecting the first Venom to be as good as it was. I was not either. The second now has to, it has to surpass. I mean, they did what they were supposed to. They went to Carnage. You did exactly what you were supposed to as a sequel. You give the people what they want. So this is Sony's bread and butter. If they cannot have Spider-Man solely for how much longer, who knows? This is their bread and butter. Them trying to develop this Spider-Verse without a Spider-Man I don't think that that's going to work. You, you need a Spider-Man. Yeah.
0: You do. You do. You're going to need to do that at some point in time because that's the next big, that's the next big battle between yeah. everybody yeah. is that's the next thing people are going to be clamoring to see. So I completely agree. Yeah. I wouldn't have really necessary. I'm glad that they did a fan event. I think that's cool. Yeah. I think you should have never kidded yourself that fans were going to be like, oh, oh you yeah. don't want us to tweet it. Right. Yeah,
3: I'm going to tweet that shit. Well, like, tweet I. <sighs> I'm also trying to figure out if there's like a Streisand effect happening here. Like, I do believe Tom Hardy. Uh Like, I don't have a reason to distrust him at this point. But I also feel like there's some snappy marketing guy or lady (laughs) person who's like, hey, say, tell them not to do this. And then watch Twitter. And then they, like, <laughs> sit back and put their sunglasses up. And they, like, fade into the back. And, like, point. part of me thinks of it because, like... Oh, yeah, That <laughs> was a
0: fucking Zoom meeting. Where they're like, well, how are we going to keep everything yeah. quiet? Tom Hardy's like, I don't know. I don't want to say anything about right. him. I just want him to enjoy the movie. And then you're right. Like, fucking glasses guys in the yep. back. Like, yep. hear me out. <laughs> just hear me
3: out. What and, if we told them not to? And right. they did. Because... I- I, I, to Ta-da. me it would not be <laughs> it would not be a spoiler to me at all and maybe that's because i, 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 I because i've been waiting for this like yeah. i think like what like exactly like marcus said i don't feel like you can confidently have venom just as a standalone character without no. spider-man and if you do then he just becomes a hero which is fine but that's not what drew people to mm-hmm. venom but yeah you know um so i'm wondering if that's happening as an aside i would like with all the what if stuff happening uh with the marvel series with i still have not watched it you should watch what if with the implications of loki i think that it's it's narratively it's so easy to be like well venom's in this universe he's not in that universe Mm yeah and you're and you're done and you can cast whatever spider-man if it is indeed tom holland or Andrew Garfield, it's probably not Toby yeah, McGuire. It's not,
2: it's definitely not Wait, Toby, for sure. You
3: know, I, I feel like, I feel like you could make a really cool universe where Spider-Man oh, sure. is like the second tier character, in that dynamic between Venom and Spider-Man, and I think that's worth, something worth exploring, um, but yeah, so that's interesting to me, I we'll see what happens, but yeah, yeah. I, I, my big takeaway here is like, did you really want people not to Say yeah. anything about you it? Or did you say that, say knowing it? we yeah. would talk about it? Disney's Either way, like, I'm
2: in like for the movie. Bread and butter. Yeah, D-D-D- Tom Holland is, I believe, Disney's moneymaker. I think he absolutely. I, is. I genuinely believe that He's Spider-Man, charming. Tom Holland, in that series, for what? <laughs> Brian, what did
3: you say? He's so charming. Oh, I thought you yeah. said he's so cute, though. I was like... Yeah, I,
2: I,
0: oh, that, he, he is. He, he, is, is cute, he is a cute man. man. He's a expect- I was fine. just expecting that. Yeah. No, he's so cute. I don't know. I don't know.
2: I don't know. I, hopefully, maybe they cast a new Spider-Man. Also, new Spider-Man game coming out. Spider-Man oh, 2. Yeah. with Insomnia. Like, that trailer came out. So, it's like... Yeah. They're feeding off of this. So, oh, they're... Everybody did you watch that trailer, who- Brian?
3: yes i yeah. i the moment it came out i was like i was at work and someone pinged me and they're like have you seen this and i was like no and i closed my door yeah. i like to turn on the sound and i was like yes and i was like oh man it's gonna blow my mind if it's coming out next year and then they were like probably <laughs> not next year it's probably gonna be a little Maybe. bit down the road 2023 and i was like that's fine i'll wait i'll wait that's, that's fine be a i'll yeah. wait so, like, here I am being like, I don't know about Venom and Spidey, but here he is in a video game and I'm like chomping yeah. at the bit. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. There you congrats. Go. But yeah, I'm manned I'm for that game, too. So, but yeah, genuinely excited for this movie. My expectations were like on the floor for the first Venom. I yeah had yeah. no interest in seeing that. I yeah. waited for that to come to streaming. That was back in the old days, it, but it was good of the <laughs> 60 to 75 day window, theatrical <laughs> release the window. Days. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that's what I have. And that I think uh will do us it. for news this yes. week because we had a jam-packed episode. Unless there's anything, gentlemen, that you have left to discuss for this week. No. All right. Well, then let's move on to plugging. Brian Roush, or no, Marcus, what do you have to plug for this week? I changed it up. I went with Brian <laughs> last week. So I was trying to I'm trying to spread the
2: love. It's fine. It's I was fine. Like, do I have something to promote that I don't know? <laughs> um, you
0: don't. I just <laughs> I, don't I feel wait, like what? I went
2: with Brian last week. <laughs> Uh, y'all know what it is. Make sure you follow the mantra, uh, both both literally and uh, mentally. Follow the mantra at underscore underscore the mantra on Instagram. Um, we are doing a love fest. We are continuing our love fest today. We showed love to the Doug Wagner um, on our page. Um, so go over there, visit, show some love to the page, share that. You never know who's gonna pop up next. But in your life, make sure you follow the mantra. Never offended. Always humble. Um, you never know what we're gonna do. We are a team of many talents so music on the true. way clothing is on the way um hell who knows what we might do next yeah all right but,
3: there you have it brian what do you got to plug as always the love yeah. go check out all of those wonderful lifestyle things that you need in your life the it is it is fall by the time you listen to this it is fall there's yeah. a lot of good fall recipes on sure. there That's so go check true. those out uh also i'm gonna plug my tiktok account uh yeah. at rogue roush on roush. tiktok uh just talking about every we're, we're talking about star wars still don't worry True. we're still talking about star wars yeah, yeah, yeah. uh so yeah go check that out uh yeah i i also <laughs> recently talked about this news on my channel too so if you want to go interact with it there you totally can there you go That's
0: and here is what I have. Join our Patty family. Beca- oh, consider man. becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash films in black and white. We love turning this stuff out for you week in and week out. And we, we do. would love it if you support us. So yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you um, to those who have. And please consider um, supporting yourself. Also, I want to plug our um, my slash our um, TikTok page. It's like Doug's doing it. He's working at it. Films in black and white. Um, It's hilarious. Things get get silly and I enjoy it. Um, But it's also we're doing we are doing movie conspiracy and fan theories over the course of this week. And they are they are interesting. I'm just going to leave it there. So head over there to check out. Um, those Doug has found his niche, yes. uh,
2: ladies and gentlemen. I yourself. may have,
0: I may have. Um, gentlemen, we have a three step process to success. Brian, Hello. the irony. Uh, cake is going to be thick, Brian.
3: <laughs> read a, what's what's our first key to success? How do you find No, I'm taking a breath here, y'all. Coyote, there's clear an e, there's, a, there's You're a, right there. It's fine, you know what? It's, <laughs> it's fine. I, like, it's fine. Like I, I get it. It just you read it. And there's it's about a,
2: the spirit of it, Brain. It's, I,
3: it's fine. I, look, I respect the coyote. <laughs> I respect the Thank coyote. You. Not the. It's not the other. So yeah, it's not. It's not anyway, read a book. Maybe you'll be like me, and you'll be like, "Hey, I learned something new." And you know what? I'd like to learn more about it and it's it's not like it's a Google search thing. No, like it's not. It's not. like yeah. cuz I know I you know who I'm talking to if you're listening to this like you Google search it and you're like, "Oh, I don't find the answer I like right away. I guess I'm not going to learn about this." It's no. True. True. No. Just go get a book and like you can just learn all about it. Like it's it's, it's great. It's like more than a Google search and you don't need your phone for it. It's it's That's great. So true. go read a book about sure. coyotes. He's you right.
2: should uh, listen there's, a, there's an interesting thing if you say that anywhere that's not here <laughs> it won't make any sense and everybody will look at you like you're crazy That's
3: true I, look i'm i'm learning yeah, i'm learning so, i'm learning the yeah. culture
0: yeah yeah it's it gets even more weird brian when people start saying <laughs> live the yote life because it's yeah. i mean in theory it's live the yeah. yody life um <laughs> only in two. theory though don't start <laughs> repeating that <shit. laughs> please don't make that a thing step <laughs> two drink some water look y'all it summer is hanging on with all five yeah, all 10 of its fingers and it is hot and so make sure it was hot. Yes, it was hot yesterday. It was hot the day before. So just make sure you drink some water and stay hydrated. And even then, stay hydrated. Otherwise, your skin is going to dry out, and it's going to be just a whole thing. So just make show. sure you drink some water to stay hydrated. And fact, here Jack. we go. Step three. Marcus, what do you got?
2: Listen, is- I know that fall is coming Wednesday. I understand that. A cool breeze is running up the crack of your ass. Um, but... You still have to wash your ass. Okay? Yeah. The rules have been the same since the beginning of this podcast. They've not um, changed. They have not changed. And that means that the message is still not clear. And that's, that's okay. True. Perfectly fine. We are here to help you and guide you on this journey. Um, and, and so I think that you just have to make your best attempt with what you have and the resources that you have. I'm not going to be specific about what you get. Sometimes you got to get that Dollar Tree soap. True. Um, sometimes you gotta get the cheap stuff, it, whatever works for you. Sometimes you gotta use shampoo as soap. Um, don't do that continuously. Just do it until it holds you over because you forgot to go get soap from the store. But just wash your ass. So it's important. Got to do, gotta do wash it. Wash your ass. That is try a loofah, like or, or wooden, it. like a cork loofah, yeah, or something. Put some, put a little strength, put a little oomph on that, like because I mean, your hand ain't getting it done, so you gotta put a little oomph on that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And your legs. Make sure yeah. you wash your legs. That's my hill I'm dying it's on. on. Wash, wash your legs. And the heel
2: of your foot. Oh, that thing yeah. is cracking like Wash an your egg. legs, please. Yeah, you you man, man. Yeah, you yeah. got to get that going.
0: Yeah. Um, that is what we have for you all this week. We are happy you all could join us. Thanks again to Shannon Cole, the executive director yeah. of the Union Cultural Association. That was super <laughs> great information she shared. Um, support your local theater. We'll be back next week with another news episode because we are taking a smidgen of a hiatus um, from the movie train that we were on. So we will be back next week with a jam-packed movie episode. And in the meantime, stay and safe. And in the
2: between time.
0: And in the between time. Stay safe, stay, stay healthy, safe. and we will catch you all next week.